Welcome to the latest podcast entitled RBG Tiny Forceful Elder Woman Icon. One inspired by the late and incredible icon Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Our novelist Tatiana Andrasov has looked into aspects of RBG that others may not have noticed. And now, here is Tatiana Andrasov. Obviously, accolades are coming from all over the United States and from different parts of the world. But since I'm a tiny, sometimes forceful elder woman, let me bring my own. Let me start with tiny. Whatever we think of politics, of the present situation in this country, when we look around, we see that most of the world is not only dominated by men, but by big men. Look at both our candidates. Joe Biden is six feet tall, and Donald Trump is six foot three. Barack Obama is six foot one. George Bush is six feet, and Bill Clinton is six feet two. The average male height in the U.S., by the way, is five foot eight. Xi Jinping of China is five eleven, while the average height in his country for men is five six. There are debates about the exact height of Xi Jinping, but he has lasted far longer than most of his predecessor, and he is taller than his predecessors. Recep Erdogan of Turkey is five foot eleven, while the average height in Turkey for men is five foot eight. Of course, we have shorter leaders, including one woman who has led for years, Angela Merkel. But notice she is five foot five, but of a certain girth, which gives her importance. Though even here, it is interesting to note that she is taller than the average German woman, who is five foot four. Even more interesting is Putin of Russia, who is only five feet seven, whereas the average height in Russia for men is five feet ten. Ooh, isn't that an enormous difference? But he makes up for it. By projecting a picture of someone who is incredibly strong, an Olympian-style leader in the world, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a great five-foot-one, while the average height for women in the U.S. is five feet four. She may have been taller earlier, but that is the image she conveyed as a Supreme Court judge. And of course, she was not a heavyweight in any sense. She was tiny and made up for it—one for all of us who are tiny, who have to look up rather than down upon our fellow human beings. Next, she was forceful, clear, concise in what she said and did, and kept at it. Clear, patient repetition is so much more powerful than bursts of any kind. This is also true of her exercise regimen. She may not have lived 
until she was one hundred, but in spite of battling various cancers, she did live and work until she was over eighty-seven. That is twenty-two years over the average life expectancy of women born the same year as she, 1933. And it should be recalled that she was the oldest ever working Supreme Court Justice. Think of it. She learned when she was degraded during her first pregnancy to hide her second pregnancy, not only so that she could continue working, but because somewhere in her mind, she knew she wanted to do something so that employers would not be entitled to fire women because they were pregnant. Remember, she went on to make sure that law was changed. You do not whine, but work hard to do something so that the reason for the whining ceases to exist, not only for yourself but for others. Forceful, you also listen to those who may differ with you on those very issues on which you have specific ideas and goals. Forceful, you open your eyes and ears to areas where you and those you differ with may have common appreciations, ideas, and even goals. This is how RBG became friends with Antonin Scalia. Their one great common love was opera. Build on commonalities so that you can understand your differences, and you will see that in spite of those differences, you can be great friends. And finally, Elder. Think about it. RBG came to the court when she was already 60 years old. She became an icon to the young generation in her 80s when seeing that the court was turning in a direction with which she did not agree, she started writing even more clearly about the reasons for her dissents, basing herself on knowledge, experience, and obviously our Constitution. Her intellect, her sharpness did not decline. We have men who are vying for leadership in their 70s, but it is a woman in her 80s who has pointed the way to a brighter future, one where years combined with intelligence and compassion for fellow humans can help us overcome the many challenges we face.